We begin today with an immediate answer to the question. That's a change, isn't it? It is an answer that is so abundantly clear that you're going to have to stick around to the end just to figure out what it means. We take a brief detour into the intersection of atomic particle decay and the health of pretend felines. We learn that a prefix can totally change the meaning of a word, except when it doesn't, and we discuss whether your relationship with a church is more like your experience in a car dealership or a restaurant, all on the way to answering the question, Dan, are you an agnostic? Welcome to the Sky Pilot Podcast that explores questions of faith, spirituality, and religion. I'm Dan Matthews, and I don't have all the answers, but I do enjoy the questions. Welcome to the podcast where every question is an invitation into a spiritual quest, and you're invited along for the journey. Well, here's a question that's certain, I guess, to raise some eyebrows. I mean, here I am, an ordained Christian minister, and I've posted a question for the podcast asking if I'm an agnostic. So let me let me be clear. I want to clear things up right away and answer the question directly. Of course, I'm not an agnostic. Oh, and I do want to add a little bit to that answer. In addition to saying, of course, I'm not, I want to say, oh, absolutely, I'm definitely an agnostic. Wait, wait just a cotton-picking minute. Is this is this one of those weird things, what, from science, like one of those Schrodinger cat things? You know where the cat can be both dead and alive at the same time? Because if it is, well, I just have to say, I know I'm going to end this episode with a headache and totally confused. All right, all right. First, let's not cast any shade on Erwin Schrodinger. I mean... He won a Nobel Prize, for Pete's sake, and and as an interesting side piece of trivia, it was in a discussion he had with Albert Einstein, no less, that he developed the thought experiment that bears his name that is often taught in schools called Schrodinger's Cat, which is used to show the uncertainty in quantum mechanics. I mean, even people like me can cite this part of his work, which I think is pretty impressive in and of itself. And no, despite that rather weird detour we just took, this topic today has nothing to do with Schrodinger or his cat. By the way, no animals have been harmed in the making of this podcast, or the development of Schrodinger's work either, for that matter. First, let's define some terms so we're a little clearer on what we're talking about. The Pew Research Center has found that about 4% of Americans identify as atheists, Another 5% identify as agnostics. Let me say a couple of things about these terms. First, they are way too often used interchangeably. And I will regularly hear someone describe themselves as falling into one of these groups or the other. And then the very same person goes on to describe their own belief and winds up describing the other category, not the one they placed themselves in. So let's do a very quick definition of terms. Theism is the belief in God. And as I'm sure you know, adding the letter A to the beginning of a word can suddenly make it opposite day. Well, maybe not opposite day, but certainly opposite word that begins with the letter A, day. So the opposite of typical would be atypical. The opposite of symmetric would be asymmetric. The opposite of moral would be amoral. The opposite of allowed would be allowed. Okay, all right, this just in. Evidently, it doesn't work with every single word, but fortunately, it works with our words for today. So theism, the belief in God, becomes atheism, which means, of course, 
you don't believe in God. Agnostic is certainly a word describing belief, but it's a bit more nuanced than theism or atheism, which are very strongly kind of yes or no words. So the Greek word gnosis, G-N-O-S-I-S, is the root for the word agnostic. Gnosis meaning knowledge. So we add our A to the beginning of the word, and it now literally means lack of knowledge. In practice, the word agnostic means either a person who's not sure, perhaps they feel they don't have enough knowledge necessary to make a decision on whether or not there is a God, or in some cases, it means the person in question doesn't believe the knowledge is available or will ever be available upon which to make an informed decision on whether or not there is a God. So atheism means you don't believe in God. Agnostic means you aren't sure about the existence of God. Interestingly, I've run into a lot more avowed atheists than agnostics in my life. Firstly, the nature of being an atheist means you are a lot more certain than an agnostic, which is obvious since the term agnostic means, well, it means I'm not certain. There are a lot more radical atheists oh, and radical theists then there are hardcore radical agnostics. So no wonder we are more likely to hear people speak up as an atheist than as an agnostic. Also, just as a side again, I can't tell you the number of parents over the years who've come into my office in a full panic and told me their teenager has proclaimed that he or she is now an avowed atheist. First, let me encourage all family members of a kid who proclaims atheism just just settle down. And I say this for a couple of reasons. Sometimes, first of all, the statement has nothing to do with a belief system and more to do with, well, trying to find a way out of going to church with the family. Teenagers like to sleep late. Church is often early in the morning. Teenagers will proclaim pretty much absolutely anything in order to be able to sleep longer. Now, that set aside, sometimes the claim of being an atheist is genuine too. The teenager has spent time thinking about their belief system, thinking about things, and come to the conclusion that that he or she doesn't believe in God right now. But I say again, don't panic. First of all, I tend to really like kids who are atheists because it means that they're thinking, and you might be surprised to know how many of your friendly neighborhood clergy went through an atheist period in their teenage years because well, they were thinking about things too at that age. Your child telling you that they're an atheist should be heard as they're telling you that they've been thinking about God a lot recently. I promise you that God can handle their questions. And I hope you can too. Now, let's go back to our words for the day. The word atheism really has a single and very clear meaning. It means that someone does not believe in God. Agnosticism well, well, it's a little more open as a word. You see, the root of the word is focused on knowledge and doesn't explicitly talk about God. Now, agnostics can mean a group of people who aren't sure about the existence of God. But in our current language, it can equally mean you just aren't sure. You haven't made up your mind about some decision, not just God, but some other decision. So you might hear someone say, I'm agnostic as to which is better for the environment, wind or solar. And this difference between these two words is really the crux of this podcast. 
You see, there's a strong voice, or I should say strong voices within Christianity. This may apply to other faiths as well, but I'll stick with the world I know about and which I'm most knowledgeable about, so I'm going to talk about Christianity. There are strong voices within Christianity that say you either believe it all or you are in essence an atheist, buy into everything, or you believe in nothing. And this is the way many non-believer Christians view the Christian church. They kind of look at the church and say, look, I either enter into the church prepared to accept every part of the story, or I simply can't participate. So we tend to approach faith as something like going to a car dealership. Look, if you want to buy a car that's sitting on the lot, you have to buy the whole car or you don't purchase at all. You go in, sit down in a brand new BMW at the BMW dealership and say, look, I already have some parts for this car. I've bought a carbon fiber hood, some racing wheels, some tires. I have racing seats. I have my own restraint system. So I want to buy your car, but I want you to remove the hood, wheels, tires, seats, and seat belts because I'm not buying any of those things. And the dealership almost certainly, I've never tried this, but we'll assume this is true. The dealership almost certainly is going to say, yeah, no, no, that doesn't work for us. You buy the whole car or you don't buy. It's a package deal. And there are Christians who want you to believe that Christianity is just like that. They define the whole package and either you buy it and you're a believer or you don't buy it and they would define you as an atheist or a heretic. Look, Christianity, as I see it, is a lot more like a restaurant than a car dealership. If you go into a restaurant, you're probably going to have to buy something, except maybe Starbucks. I genuinely think there are one or two people who've been living at my local Starbucks for at least seven years without buying anything. But perhaps I digress. If you enter a restaurant, they don't say buy everything, everything that we have. You have to buy it or get out. Although the assumption is that you will be eating a meal, you will be allowed a certain amount of freedom of choice when picking that meal. Matter of fact, you aren't even obligated to order the same thing every time when you return to the restaurant. When you become a part of a church, you're going to want to buy into something, I would assume. I mean, I guess you could join a church intent on disagreeing with everything, but it's kind of a strange choice, don't you think? So back to the question, Am I an agnostic? No, I'm not. I believe in God. I really do. But but there are certain things that I hear in church. I hear people talk about as parts of their own faith lives, faith journeys, things that they're excited about, interested in, sometimes even believe in, about which I'm agnostic. Now, before you get too anxious, do I believe in God? Yes. Do I believe Jesus is the Son of God? Yes. Do I believe in God's abundant and forgiving love? Oh, I absolutely do. But let's talk about some of the other stuff. I'll use angels, for instance. You could ask me, Dan, do you believe in angels? Because there are a lot of people for whom angels are really important part of their faith lives, of their faith journeys. And angels are certainly mentioned in the Bible, no doubt. Well, if truth be told, I don't know if I really believe in angels. Let's just say I'm agnostic on angels. If I were to die tomorrow and make it to heaven, I would neither be relieved nor disappointed to discover the question of angels went one way or the other. 
What I want you to know is that you can be a believer and an agnostic. They can live mutually within you and your faith life, your faith journey. Actually, I want to say more than that. I want to encourage you to be a believer and an agnostic. You can find your core beliefs and hold to them, and that's okay. But also it's okay to have matters of your faith that you openly admit you're not sure about. Having a little agnosticism mixed in with your faith is not a sign of weakness. It is actually an indication of real spiritual strength. That's all for today. Hold on. Hold on. Just wait there a minute. There you go again. You can't do that. You just said you aren't sure about angels. And yet, and yet I can tell you they're everywhere in the Bible. And you can't just say something like that, that you don't necessarily believe in angels and then just walk away and leave us hanging. Okay. But maybe that's the subject for another podcast. So tune in next week when we discover the true story of angels in the Bible. It's a lot more radical and wild than I think you would ever expect. Does that work for you? Yeah, I guess that works for me. That's good. Thanks. Well then, that really is all for today. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you get notified of future episodes. Also, you can find me on Facebook and YouTube. Just search for Sky Pilot Faith Quest. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, I'd love to hear from you. My email address is dan at skypilot.zone. And on your spiritual journey, may you ask questions, seek answers, and boldly go wherever the quest takes you. Thanks for listening to Sky Pilot Faith Quest. I invite you to send me a question or leave a review. And remember, the sign of a strong faith, solid religion, or healthy spiritual journey is not certainty, but that you keep asking questions. Thank you.